This is a sneak peek of next week's episode of Cartoons to Castles. Our next episode will be streaming September 9th. And for this episode, we will have a special guest joining us. She is an actress from Northern Virginia and also a digital content creator who loves sharing her passions on Instagram. She's especially obsessed with all things Wizard of Oz and Disney. And in addition to constantly frequenting Disneyland, she loves to Disney bound and she's worked with Disney and been featured on Oh My Disney and Disney Style. She grew up watching pretty much everything Disney and is a serious Disney lover and fan. Please welcome Tiffany Lene Sutton. Hi, guys. Welcome. We are Hi. so excited to have you on. Yes, Thanks we are. for having me, guys. So we would love for you to reveal what topic you chose and why you chose it for us to discuss. The topic I chose were Disney Channel original movies or DCOMs as they're now more commonly known. And the reason I chose this topic is because I believe my entire Disney Channel foundation revolves around Disney Channel movies. And when I think about my childhood and the majority of the things I watched on Disney Channel, the DCOMs were a huge part of that. Yeah, well, we can't wait to do a deep dive on it on next week's full episode. So stay tuned September 9th for the full episode with Tiffany, where we take a look at the history of and the evolution of Disney Channel original movies. All right, so now that you guys got a sneak peek into episode five with Tiffany, we now have something special for you for our mini ep this week. And actually, we were recording with Tiffany for next week's episode, and she loves the parent trap, so she's also joining us for this mini episode. Yeah, hi guys. Hi. (laughs) So excited. Thank you for sticking around. Um, So for those of you who listened to episode four about the parent trap, or if you haven't gotten a chance to yet, just to fill you in, we found some intros that Michael Eisner recorded when introducing the movie on the Disney Sunday movie and also for the magical world of Disney, introducing parent trap two, three, and four. And they were very wacky, full of shenanigans, (laughs) full of fake twin Michael Eisner's. They're great. Um, but I, I thought, you know, for this mini episode, I'm going to give us more Michael Eisner treats and play another one for you that I Yay. found. Yeah. So, and we're going to play the audio file because I was thinking about it and I was going to recap it, but the audio, I feel like this is very audio reliant and that you need to hear Mickey and Goofy's voice in this. Um, you need to. You need to, to get the full effect. <laughs> this intro is from 1987, so uh, a year after The Parent Trap 2 came out. And it was him r- introducing a rerun of the 1961 The Parent Trap for the Disney Sunday movie, which was a special slot on ABC. And one of the places that played The Parent Trap 2, aside from Disney Channel... Uh, so just to give you visual context, since you're just going to be hearing the audio file, it's Michael Eisner, and he's sitting looking very clean cut in a suit at a desk. And uh, when he's doing a flashback segment to a, a meeting he had prior, he's then dressed like with his tie loose and he has what looks like McDonald's hamburger wrappers all over his desk, but I think it's like crumpled up yellow pieces of paper. And he has like (laughs) a cup of coffee and he's just looking 
disheveled and exhausted. And uh, he's having a meeting with uh, Mickey, Minnie, and Goofy because that's what they do when they make decisions. At Walt Disney Studios, they of have course. a meeting with Mickey, Minnie, and uh, and Goofy. And this is him just struggling to decide if they should play the original Parent Trap for the Disney Sunday movie. And here it is. Tonight, I'm going to give you an inside look at the decision-making process here at the Disney Studio. It's not unusual for us to work late into the evening, throwing around ideas and letting the creative juices flow. I thought you might be interested in seeing a videotape of the meeting I had recently with the Disney Brain Trust, where we made the decision to run tonight's Disney Sunday movie, The Original Parent Trap. The decision was made easier by the fact that we had a tremendous response recently when we ran the sequel, Parent Trap 2. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, it is now past midnight. We have been here all night and we must come to a decision. Are we going to run Parent Trap, the original movie, or are we going to wait till next season to run it? Are we going to satisfy all those people that have written in after Parent Trap 2 was in the Disney Sunday movie, or aren't we? I can't make a decision and I'm, I'm really very tired. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a vote and the consensus will win. So let's start, uh, let's start with Mickey. Mickey, how do you feel? Absolutely, positively, Michael. Great. Goofy? Well, gosh, Michael, I say yes. Great. Minnie? You too. It's 100%. I have made my decision. I'm gonna call my wife. Call wife. You've just seen a sample of the decision-making process at the Walt Disney Studios. Please enjoy tonight's Disney Sunday movie, the original Parent Trap, starring Haley Mills. Who was that? Michael Eisner. No, no, oh, I meant Goofy. Th- those imposters, um, Mickey and so Goofy. Was was a, cl- that wasn't Bill Farmer no, doing Goofy. No, 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 no. So uh, actually, Bill Farmer was cast as Goofy because like, after Michael Eisner had been at the Walt Disney Company for a few years, he really felt like the voices for the Fab Five needed to be consistent and have one voice actor cast, whereas that yeah. wasn't the case before. It was kind of always, uh, oftentimes, different people. And so this was definitely before Bill Farmer was voiced Goofy. <laughs> but I just loved how Goofy... Sounded like a surfer dude. He's like, oh, I say yes. <laughs> like he, told, he totally sounded like a surfer dude. And also, for those who couldn't see it visually, when he says, all right, we made a decision. I'm going to call my wife. Why he's calling his wife? I don't know. But then after I that, you heard, him, you heard him say call wife. He said it again because he was writing call wife on a post-it to remind himself to call wife. Call wife? Who says that? But why is he calling his wife? What's that have to do with anything happening? Is his wife me? I'm the the, the only reason to call your wife is if they're a parent trap fan like me. So Garen and I talked about this this segment for way too long and watched it way too many times when I found it. But our only theory was that he said it was past midnight and they had been there for a long time. So maybe he's like, I'm going to tell her we made a decision and I'm coming home. That's the only thing. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. Now. I have one more clip to play. Um, so this, Wait, it, I have I have one thing to ask yes, about that. Yes. So Minnie, did did Minnie's voice come in? No, it so was just a little so tinkle. It was it was it was so it's Minnie. Bell. Minnie is yeah, nodding. Minnie Minnie's just like clasping her hands together, like oh, and she's just nodding, and it goes ding ding ding. Well, she nods. So she's the only one who doesn't say anything because she's a woman, probably. So I don't know. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, she doesn't oh, need Lord. to speak. It's fine. 
Um, so the last clip I have, it is Michael Eisner Liss, surprisingly. Um, but it has synergy, like we discovered synergy. Ha- uh, was much the case with the Parent Trap films. There's so much synergy when they aired. Uh, so this synergy-related clip, it's from the opening of Tiffany's favorite Disney theme park, I believe, Disney MGM oh. Studios. That is my favorite. Yeah. It doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, so Disney MGM Studios opened in 1989. It is now Disney Hollywood Studios at Walt Disney World Resort. Um, but when Disney MGM Studios opened in 1989, that is also the same year that The Parent Trap 3 and Parent Trap 4, a.k.a. Hawaiian Honeymoon, came out starring the Quail Triplets. So... This segment that I'm going to play you. So there was like lots of different stars and things who were part of the opening, uh, the televised opening, like celebration thing. And one of the the host of this particular segment is none other than Disney legend Dick Van Dyke. And he is hanging out with the Creole triplets. And then I have a fun tidbit for you after the sound. Hi, I'm Dick Van Dyke. You know, one of the perks you get after being in this business for a little while is when the script calls for an attractive young star, I am given not one, not two, but three lovely ladies. They're the stars of Parent Trap 3. These are the Creole triplets. And I'm going to show the girls some of my favorite places around the park. But uh, first, let's find out which is which here. My name is Joy. Mine's Leanna. My name's Monica. Hi. I'm Dick Van Dyke. You can call me Mr. Van Dyke. <laughs> this place looks exactly like the Chinese theater in Hollywood. Even down to the footprints in the cement. I'd love to put my footprints in cement. You know, there's two ways to accomplish that. You can become a famous film star, or you can rat on Big Rui. <laughs> Let's see if our feet fit. Pee Wee Herman and I have the same size shoe. <laughs> You're lucky. Mine match King Kong's. Does anyone ever get stuck in this stuff? Uh, just him. <laughs> Was that John Ritter in the background? Yeah, so when they say, does anyone ever get stuck in this stuff? And he goes, only him. We then see John Ritter with his feet stuck in cement. Now, John Ritter, he's not playing himself like many of the actors are in this opening. John Ritter, he's like throughout the special playing like some clueless Joe Hollywood type character and he's always getting into film set shenanigans like literally right before this scene he like almost got stabbed by a stake so many times on the Indiana Jones stunt show spectacular set he was just like whoa and like trying to avoid all these things in the Indiana Jones stunt show spectacular and then as he was running away from the stunt show spectacular shenanigans he got his feet stuck in cement in front of the great movie ride so that was that. Uh, what did you guys say? Oh, my God. John Ritter is really good at physical comedy. I don't know if people know that, but he is such a – he yes. was so good at physical If you comedy. are going to watch the Disney MGM Studios grand opening video, watch it for John Ritter because yeah. yeah, the physical comedy is great. That's amazing. Something I was telling Melanie earlier is that – so I'm also a giant Saved by the Bell fan. Yeah. And as a kid – I thought that those triplets were just Tori. Yeah. And I thought they were doing a Haley Mills with her and making her into triplets the same way Haley Mills is just one person. I thought the triplet that plays Tori in Saved by the Bell was just being like tripled with special effects. 
And then when I was older, like later, I don't remember how long later, I found out they were real triplets in real life. And I was like freaked out because the whole time. <laughs> and it's it's like a reverse thing because when I was really young, I thought Haley Mills was a twin. And then I yeah. got a little older and realized, yeah. no, she's one person playing twins. So then with this, it like messed me all kinds of up because I was like, well, I know <laughs> it's one person playing special, doing special effects. And then I was like, they got real triplets. What? I'm all confused. <laughs> if you watch this clip, it'll probably freak you out even more because they all have the exact same uh, 90s perm. Right. And they're all wearing the same, like, pink poofy dress and pink little heels. And it's hard to tell them apart. Like, I swear it was one person. <laughs> uh, something we mentioned that you might find interesting, Tiffany, we mentioned in episode four that um, Haley Mills was one of the few people who could tell them apart right away when most people couldn't. Uh, so she's we established she has honorary twin powers. And, oh, I yeah, love her. Exactly. and yeah, so um and I'll be sharing the links too for those audio clips so you guys can watch them in addition to hearing them. So I was um looking into the title sequence from the 1961 parent trap. Um it's a really interesting title sequence, as we were talking about on the episode with puppets and multi-layer um scenery. And so I found this really cool resource artofthetitle.com and it is a clip of the tv show walt disney presents which actually aired a segment called the title makers about the making of the title sequence in june of 1961 right before the movie premiered wow that's not a lot of time at all no, and I'll link the website in our episode notes. You can watch it for yourselves. But it starts out with Walt Disney himself standing outside a door at the studio that says title department and talks about how, quote, we've reached a point where almost everybody wants to make a bid for the title as the most ingenious of the title makers. It has become a real challenge to devise a sequence that is fresh and interesting and entertaining. Also, according to theory, to help to get the audience into the proper frame of mind in a way, it's like trying to whip up the ideal salad to complement the main course, which I thought was a cute little, uh, yeah. cute little quote. I can't do a Walt Disney impression. I, I would, wasn't even going to try. Um, but <laughs> so he goes into the little title department room and it has T. He, Bill Justice, and Xavier Atencio. Yeah. So they are in there and they're working on the title sequence and it shows this sort of tilted diagonal table where they've got it laid down kind of uh-huh. kind of at an angle and it has multidimensional elements so it's mixed media it's like the puppets and it's the scenery and it's paper and it's all these different little elements that make up the title sequence and then you know they do like the stop motion where they have to adjust each little movement and Walt Disney is talking about how you you can't mess it up or else a whole day's work goes down the drain if your hand slips. So, no pressure, no pressure. No pressure. Yeah, so it shows just a little clip of them sort of positioning the puppets and then it shows um a short clip of Annette Funicello and Tommy Sands who are still in their babes in Toyland costumes recording the opening title song The Parent Trap. Oh. With an orchestra and to a video of the little puppet title sequence. So it's a really fun video that you should check out. Yeah, They were so busy that they had them record while they were still (laughs) in their babes and doyling costumes? I believe it, though. 
I feel like this was probably done for publicity. Like it was a little synergy thing, like just reminding you, oh, they're here to film Babes in Toyland. Won't that be fun to see after the parent trap comes out? So yeah, I don't know. I I don't know if they set it up that way on purpose or not. I'm assuming it was on purpose, but it's a cute segment just from Walt Disney Presents that kind of gives some insight into how it was made. And Jess, you said that you saw the puppets at an archive exhibit at the studio. Yeah, so the Walt Disney Studios in Burbank, they do have a Walt Disney archives inside one of their buildings, the Frank G. Wells building. And it's not open to the public, just if you're able to be on the studios, like if a cast member signs you in, or if you're there for an event or such, um, you could go see it. They always change out the displays. But one time I went a few years ago, and the stop motion puppets were there on display, along with the stop motion puppets from a Christmas episode, I believe, of Home Improvement. They also showed the puppets when the El Capitan did a screening of the original Parent Trap movie. They also had them on display at oh. the theater. So that would have been another opportunity for people to see those. I'm sorry I missed that. but Maybe it was around the same time. I could picture yeah. that. Maybe if they were like, oh, we already pulled it out of the archives and did that work to spruce it up. Maybe it was around the same time. Yeah. I think it was fairly recently, but I just thought that was really fun that they had actually had a Walt Disney Presents behind the scenes segment that we could watch. So you should check yeah. that out. That's that's really cool. Yeah, yeah I think it's artofthetitle.com. Yeah. Um, I was just going to say my very first D23 event was a parent trap event on the lot. Oh, because I literally had just joined D23 to get the discount to go to my very first expo. And yeah. um, one of the first events I signed up to do, they did like a parent trap event on the lot where they turned the lot into Camp Inch. And oh, yeah. Cute. Oh, and I would have loved that. I, oh, God, I was in seventh heaven because, you know, I'm, like, obsessed. <laughs> so I was like, Dan, they're doing a parent trap event. We have to go. And Dan's like, of course, you make me watch that movie every day. So <laughs> every day. I do. Dan cannot say parent trap because then I'll be like, oh, we should watch that. And he's like, we just yesterday. <laughs> um, which, which one, Tiffany? Which one is the one that you watch a lot? Which version? So... I love the 1961 movie, and I watch that one all the time because that's what I grew up watching. But then also the Lindsay Lohan one did come out when I was still at a young age. So I'm equally in love with that one also. And that one comes on TV all the time. So like if it just happens to show up on TV, which is very often, I can't do anything else. I'm just like frozen and I have Mm -hmm. to watch it. It's like some kind of parent trap effect where like I just can't do anything else. It's like, well, this is what you're doing now. (laughs) It's like my kryptonite. It's like the parent trap comes on and I am weak to fight it. I just have to watch it. And that's all I can do. It's my kryptonite. That's how I am about Princess Diaries. Oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah, it's so crazy. Sorry, also, another nerd alert. You know how I love to point out when things are full circle? I kind of cut you off, Melanie, but you were literally about to say, like, a Pavlovian effect. And then I said, like, my kryptonite is Princess Diaries. And in the Princess Diaries book series, which I'm a huge fan of, um, Michael and Lily's dog is Pavlov. That's their dog's name. Oh, yeah. It's a Pavlovian response. Tiffany hears Parent Trap. She just turns and immediately is wrapped. I feel like when Dan turns (laughs) on the TV, he has to do it before I get down there to make sure he doesn't accidentally stumble upon it because then that's his day. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so the event on the the lot, the D23 event, it was supposed to be Haley Mills and her double. 
But Haley Mills was doing a play in England at the time, so she couldn't make it. So it was just her double. So mm-hmm. she told they all like told all these behind the scenes stories of her and Haley Mills, how they used to love to like trick their parents into like confusing them. Like one time, she was sitting like her body double was sitting on the curb, and they had the same haircut. And her Haley Mills's mom like tapped her to be like, "Let's go home," and she yes! just like grabbed her hand and like went yeah. with her. And it took her a minute to realize it wasn't. Haley Mills so they loved like doing stuff like that I Um, think I watched a video of the event you were at where she told that story because I included that story in her okay yeah Yeah. and then the they also showed the video of the babes in toyland segment where they're like these two were filming babes in toyland they showed like that segment of them doing the thing so when you were talking about it I was like oh wait I saw that at the parent trap event (laughs) but it was like my first experience with d23 all my dreams were coming true. They gave us a camp inch like pin that looks like the patch that's on their uniforms. Oh. So I actually have like I did a Disney bound and I used it and everyone's like, Oh my god, how'd you make that? And I'm like, it's an official camp inch pen from D twenty three. I'll um, have to they, see if there are any on eBay because I would love one. I I have yeah, it's amazing. And then like they had tents set up and they did s'mores, like a s'mores station. And you could, like, make s'mores, and they had hot dogs, and you could, like, a hot dog bar, and you can, like, put all kinds of toppings on it. It was a true, like, camp situation, and they had, like, camp inch signs. It was, I was like, I'm going to be a D23 member for life, because, like, that was, (laughs) I was like, if I can experience the parent trap. Um, And also the scene in the parent trap, I don't know if you guys talked about this, but... um, where they're at the country club and Vicky is telling her mom about how whichever daughter is a nightmare and she's going to ship her off to Switzerland or whatever. Mm-hmm. They are actually on the lot where we eat all the time, like where they have the food and it's like oh, the outside like the lot area. cafeteria on the Walt yeah, Disney Studios. where the brick what? wall is where we went for like the high school musical, the musical, the series They film all the food so much stuff there, like so many school cafeteria scenes in movies and TV shows, so many things they film so, at that cafeteria. Yeah. And since you know like that area, now that you watch that scene, if you look, you'll notice that's what they, where they are. It's super oh, cool. I love cool. that. Yeah. This was so fun because, um, you know, last week our episode was with fellow The Parent Trap lover, Pernell. And like I told Tiffany, we did a Parent Trap episode. And Tiffany was like, I wish I did that. Like, I love The Parent Trap. So you, I, that's why I was like, hey, stay on. Let's have you yeah. be on many episodes. So you got a little mini yeah. Parent Trap I'm glad episode. you did because, man, I was like, I didn't even think of that. Also, though, when you ask somebody to like. What do you want to talk about? You immediately like forget everything you are obsessed with or know. And you're like, yeah. I don't know. I, I was thinking of it for everything? you. I was I was texting Tiffany and I was saying, you like Captain EO. You like Frozen. You like, I don't even yeah, remember she, what else. I said a bunch she, of stuff. You said decoms, and I was like, that'll work. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good one though yeah yeah i loved this well stay tuned everyone where we are going to have our full episode about disney channel original movies on september 9th and we hope you enjoyed this little extra dose of the parent trap thanks for listening till next time keep, keep dreaming, dreaming.